Welcome to Tips and Sips, an excellent cigar experience. I am your host, Brandon Thompson, and these are my co-hosts, Ashley. What's and up, guys? Howard, how you doing? Good, good, good. Really, really good. <laughs> Today we have a special guest. Well, part two. He was on my last episode. Well, last two episodes, right? No, just one. Was it second to the last episode. Yeah. Sean Anthony, how, how you doing, sir? Man, I'm great, man. It's finally good to sit down with you brothers, man, and do it up nice. Great to have you. Looking forward to this. It is our honor. You can teach us how to do it. And man, nah, look, man, y'all doing it. That, <laughs> it's nothing to teach. Y'all doing it. Yeah. I'm just here to contribute, man. I love it. So uh, tell the people where you're from again, I mean, well, what you do. Well, you know, I'm from, I can say Ohio, but I grew up in New Jersey. I moved here first when I was... 15 and been moving back and forth to Ohio since I was 15. Um, I'm a radio personality, media, audio production, voiceover, actor, producer, like, it's just mainly radio is what I'm known for in Columbus, Ohio, uh, but, you know, my, my whole background has always been around music and entertainment. You an actor too? What you do, action flicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I slide over the hood of the car. I, I start getting hutch. Right, know, right. <laughs> TJ Hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> TJ Hooker. <laughs> yeah, man. I've been, you know, my mother, she had me in uh, the arts at an early age, man. I was auditioning for stuff in Philly, New York. Just growing up in New Jersey, over okay. South Jersey. So, you know. Acting, modeling, gymnastics, you name it, man. Music, piano lessons, like all of that stuff was the, uh, the foundation of me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How I grew up, you know what I'm saying? So that's your love for the music, man. That's my love for the music. I owe, I owe it to my mother because she had like probably thousands of albums. Okay. And she always listened to the radio, and that is what cultivate, cultivated the, 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 the interest in me. Mm -hmm. I would wake up in the morning to the radio and go to sleep at the radio since I was, you know, a young teenager, you know what I'm saying? A kid growing up, you know, as a kid playing the instrument. And I had a family that, that were in the sang and played the piano. Uh, I had an older cousin who was in the music industry, man, and actually was my first concert ever in my life was, was Houdini, the... Um, um, the, the, the fly guy, um, they did Fly Girl, the Boogie Boys, Boogie Boys and, right. and the Fat Boys were the headliners. Okay. This was in the L. This was my first concert ever in my life in, in the early '80s. Wow! In Philly, five minutes of fun. And my my yeah, all of that man. And my cousin was 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 in the industry in some capacity and had me backstage. Oh, so that was my first concert. And I met and they signed my autograph. They gave they they uh, asked for my autograph. It was oh crazy. wow! Because I had done some stuff locally, and my cousin was boasting about me. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like yeah, my little my little cousin. You know he's he, you know. Anyway, man, I'm, I'm rambling. So you didn't get into the rap game, though, huh? Never? Oh, yeah, You yeah. used to rap, too? Yes, sir. Wow. You used to rap me. Flick. Okay, nice. Yeah. So what, how long have you been a, a radio personality? Because um, I know you were, I remember you from back in the day, and then you came back here again. Yeah. So I remember a long while. <clears throat> well, it's, this is too far to question, because I got into radio in the 90s. Okay. But I uh, became a personality um, 98 
was the year when I got hired on as a as a, as a radio personality in '98. Which but I was in radio. Was I was in on Power 107.5. Okay, okay. As an on-air personality, okay. but I've been in radio since like '92 when I first moved here from New Jersey. When I first moved here to Columbus, um, I got into radio, interning at WNCI, and and then my, my junior senior year in high school, um, Power 106.3. Okay. This is before, rate you know. Uh, Blue Chip and before Radio One came in. Right, right. Actually, uh, Brandon's <clears throat> number one button is WNCI. Yeah. And it, I know that because I had the truck last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I pressed it. I was like, "What the? I like that." <laughs> so I do listen to that too. So, what are you smoking? This is um, a tour Fuente short story. I, I gotta say yes because you're the second person that that when I told they asked me what was I smoking I told them and they said short story <laughs> you're the second person that asked me that so I'm assuming yes this is a short it story is a short, I can confirm it's a short story <laughs> yeah I just got to I, but I've smoked a, a tour four and before uh, numerous times mm -hmm. and it's always been a good stick um, I like this and I probably <clears throat> I probably had this before you know what I'm saying but. I usually go with a different gauge, but this was something. It's my second stick. So I didn't want something too long when I already smoked, you know what I'm saying? I wanted something a little short. So do you pair your cigars with your liquor when you drink and when you smoke? Or do you you just do whatever? I pair it as in the sense that if I'm smoking, I want to drink. <laughs> That's the pair. Right, right, right. I promise you, like, my intentions, though, <laughs> I, I want to be this aficionado of well, the bearing of the notes of the oats. And the <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, for real, but in my mind, that's what I'm doing. But if I'm smoking a cigar, I want to I wanna drink something. And if it's in a rare occasion where it's early in the day mm -hmm. and I get a chance to, to smoke or I take the opportunity to smoke, I would rather do something caffeinated, you know, something like... Uh, um, a cold brew or, or, or a macchiato or a latte, whatever I'm feeling to pair up something, something more mild you know, right. if I smoke during the day. But anytime in the evening when I do light up, I'm going to be sipping on something. I don't care what it is, you know. Cool. Are you smoking, Howard? You know, I'm you smoking on a bison, Amazon, Amazon joint. Bison, bison. I call it bison, my bad. It's like a seasonal stick, though, right? Like, it's not always out. You know, it's hard to come about. So yeah. when, I, when I come across it, Amazon's on. That's too full for me. You know, I'm on my Padron. <laughs> Never go <laughs> my wrong. Natural with three thousands today. So, and I'm drinking. Actually, I'm drinking a iced coffee with it. I love coffee in a cigar. Well, it's good. It it is. It's a good pair. Um, you know, I am going to drink a little oh, bit because uh, <laughs> my uh, only right. my ex girlfriend stressed me today. Say hey, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> the lies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get on your line. No. Hey, what um, you smoking, Ashley? Today I am smoking an Oscar Valadares, um, a McFly. Um, and this is a newer stick by them um, that we had scoped out and picked up in its the packaging. It's so beautiful. is that the lighter version of the Superfly? Yes. So this is, the yeah, this would be, this would be a natural. Okay. Yeah. I might like yeah, that. I was going to say, mm -hmm. where are you going? 
You you like it? Uh, it's too light for me. Okay. But it has a good taste. Okay. But it is too light. Yeah. So it's like yeah, definitely a lighter smoke. Um, and it is pretty much the, the lighter version of the uh, McFly. Yeah, it has the uh, same kind of flavor. It's just lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you drinking with this? Um, today I am sipping on um, Terramana, the Reposado version of that. I think. Yeah. That's that's the rocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta try that, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I I've been trying to get the rock to uh, shout me out on Instagram, so I, <laughs> so I post it all the time and I okay. tag him in it. Good. Mm-hmm. So he like, who is this dude? Nah, <laughs> just keep at it, man. You probably yeah. need to do it in the gym. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Sit with the key with doing bench presses. <laughs> yeah, we post that. straw, like right, right. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so today I um, have a topic that I want to uh, touch on, something I've been thinking about. Um, in this new age of technology, has texting ruined our uh, ability to be personal? Like, uh, are you able to sense someone's mood or tone through a text? Have you ever texted someone or someone texted you and you were like, are they talking crazy to me? Right. You trying to be an ass. Right, right, right. All caps. You know. Are you yelling at me? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, some people don't know how to talk through a text. You know, arguments happen because of because of a text. Just the context. So have you ever had that? Absolutely. Who hasn't in this day and age, man? You know, most people, like you said, communicate through text messaging, you know. And it's hard to interpret the tone of what the or the intention of which somebody's coming because right. it's going through words, you know. So, so go ahead. Okay, so what do you think like what do you think is textable? Like yes or no question. But if you have if you have a lot on your mind, should you text that or just call that person? I'm always about, yo, have a conversation cuz cuz one time one of my homies sent me about like 88 <laughs> <Right>. Anyway, <laughs> I kept to call me. I kept texting, call me. Yo, hit me up. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'd rather have a quick conversation that can right. alleviate. And sometimes I understand, you know, you, you may not be able or be in a position to, to call somebody, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You may be in an environment where it's not conducive for you to have a, right. a verbal conversation. You know what I'm saying? So you got to hit somebody up. But nonetheless, man, it can be lost interpre- into uh, interpretation mm-hmm. when you send it a text message. You know what sucks about texting, though? You can't hang up on somebody. You, can't. you know what I'm saying? Like, there should, you know, be, there you should be a hang up text. Yeah. Oh, you're right. No, you no, are so, right. So, the, the equivalent to that <laughs> is to leave them on read. Or, yeah, rather, leave yeah. Them on read. Or block That's them. even worse than being hung up. Yeah, yeah, everybody ain't got that phone, though. <laughs> everybody ain't got that phone. Right, because if I'm online, you know, I got the Galaxy, which is better than the iPhone. Oh, you know. You can't leave somebody on read, though. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, and, and my photos are horrible, but still, I just, you know, I don't, I just learned that whole thing about the the, the red part, the read or whatever it is. Yeah, and I just, because I did, this girl hit me up and she's, I saw you read it and she was just going off like, you know, you didn't respond. That's worse than being one. I didn't you get looked that. at it, and you put stand. your phone down. <laughs> but I'm yeah, like, like what? Yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, but I, I just didn't, I didn't get it. But yeah, I received a little, little hate mail off of that. I get what you're saying, but I, I, 
me me being old, I don't know I don't know text etiquette. I don't know any of that. I don't know what's offensive. I don't know emojis. I don't know any of that stuff. Just, <laughs> if anything, just take the all caps off. Yeah, if you do the all, all caps, caps like the all but caps. Then, to me, like, that looks okay. I come up in an age where you just look ignorant if you don't. You know what I mean? Like. There's some people that don't use periods and don't use, you yeah, know, it's just. Yeah. Well, you still need punctuation in text. Yeah, some, but yeah, you don't for get that. Days, yeah. You don't get that. Because I had to hit a homeboy who's, you know, he does, you know, help with media behind the scenes and stuff. And he sent me a text and I was like, you know, I, I replied back like, you know, you know, no hablo, you know, you English. Break like, break, like, like, what did you, what do you mean? I don't understand. And, you know, he hit me back and like, and even gave it more encrypted message <laughs> I'm like, I'll wait till I see him face to face and right. talk to him and when I talk to him I say go back and look at your text what you seen sent me and, and he went back and read it and he went oh 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 I had no punctuations okay I, it made no sense whatever you know. so there is a certain etiquette to a, to a texting you know you have to use punctuation you have to watch when you like uh, have you ever text and then went right back to it and you, and you missed the word and the whole absolutely. conversation is different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so since texting is like the thing now, as a woman, mm -hmm. when a man wants to like talk to you or, mm -hmm. or like, you know, I mean, push a little bit of game, you don't do that through text, do you? Hold on, That's hold on, hold on. right. Real, real, real quick. Okay. The whole conversation. Ashley has a phone in her hand. Text. No, I'm actually <laughs> no, to this podcast. This is why, y'all. I have some professional pictures that I have to hurry up and get liked, okay? And so I can get the message. That's what visual, I'm going through. This is on a visual podcast. You see, y'all can't see that. Ironically, in this conversation, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm looking through pictures. There's no words involved. I can listen. That's how you know. Active you listener. You never know if they're engaged because, like, some people. When I'm on the phone and you hear them, uh huh, uh huh, you know they're not engaged. Right. And so you never know when you're texting if they've been engaged in it or, or you know, you want to tell. Yeah, you, you, know, yeah, you can tell how yes or no. Or, you can tell how quickly yeah, they respond. Yeah. There's there's definitely certain um, nonverbal cues that you can gather from text yeah. messaging. But um, for me personally, if you text me too much, I'm gonna get bored because it's like there, it, that's it's it's kind of impersonal to me because. I, I mean, I grew up where, you know, you talk on the phone if you really want to, if you like somebody, you call them. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of grievances with texting, even though I am, you know, uh, the younger generation. I have some, I hate it sometimes because there's these occasions where people, um, you know, text and call you situations. Um, and I talked to Brandon with this, I talked to uh, Brandon about this earlier. Um, when you are, like, when it's something that needs to get done or is on a timely fashion, um, you have a question that, you know, if, if this question gets answered, then I can move forward to the next thing. Those are call you situations. And my mom does a horrible job of this. She has an Android, I have an iPhone. So I tell her all the time, like, there's chances that I might not even get this message. But furthermore, why are you texting me when this is clearly like a call you situation? And and now because I think like the older generations get on Facebook and stuff, they start these habits that are so annoying that you know, that part is so annoying and I'm like Everything is not a text you situation. Just because you have the ability to text does not make everything a text you situation. Yeah. Um, because for me, I reply at my leisure. That's what text messaging is for to me. I get the reply when I feel like it. Um, so, you know, I might not reply for a day or two. So if it's important, call me. But a man doesn't have that. If he doesn't respond immediately back to what a woman texts, mm -hmm. then there's an issue all the time. 
Well, I feel I feel like no, no. I think that that just that depends on your relationship with said person. Because if if I text my friend and he don't text me back, you know, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm not really, you know, doesn't get to my heart. But um, if if I text you though about something urgent as well, and I know you as a friend, I know you always have your your phone in your hands. Then yeah, I might be a little bit offended. But that that has more to do with not you being a male, but more so to do with like. You're, I know you always have your head, your phone. So I, you always have your phone. I stay in trouble with that because I never have my phone with me. I don't, my, I don't know where my phone is right now. You know, <laughs> I don't believe it's true. I don't believe you. I, honestly, <laughs> you say you say everything's gone. I don't know where it is right now, and I, I get, I'll get back and I'll find <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, right? <laughs> and it's like you know, I'll get back and there'll be all kinds of texts. I know you've seen this as well, you know, and I go through this all the time because I don't. I'm not. I'm not a slave to my phone. I, uh-huh. I'll come in the house and I lay it on the counter. Yeah. Then I, I might just go through. Like some people put their expectations of, of the use of their phone onto others. They expect people to respond how they they respond because some people may be addicted to the phone and, and be on it all the time. So they assume that the other people that they're communicating with is on it as well. You know so, so that's why they get irritated. I, I also, I don't know how to, if a call comes in, I can answer the other call, but I don't know how to go back to the other call. <laughs> and then, sometimes I won't answer the phone because I'll be in the middle of a game that's tolerant. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm Can't just... Can't answer right now. Right, you know? <laughs> Playing my game. So, it's just, I, me and this whole technology thing, it does not work for me. It does not you work. You gotta get used to it, man. Because it's going to evolve. And it's growing. It's, it's not going anywhere. But it, and then the whole thing is like you. Find I, I don't like people mm-hmm. just call you or text you all the time. Just like where you at? What you doing? Like, you know, if I wanted to be with you, I'd be with you. You know, like I'm where I'm at, and that's where I'm going to be. I'm at where I'm at. I'm yeah, where I'm you know. <laughs> that, that's, I'm so going I, to move. Right. Okay, baby. Right. Right. <laughs> I have mad issues with that. So are you able to have a face-to-face conversation? without your phone. Like, can you talk to someone and not be on your phone? And not, you know, yeah, I drive without my phone. Oh, yeah. I don't I have a notification. As soon as I get in my vehicle, yeah. it automatically shuts my phone off. So if you text me yeah. and I'm driving, it's an automatic I'm not going to hear anything, but it's going to send you a message if you I'm text driving. me. I'm driving. Yeah. Call them out. Yeah. You know, I can't, you know, I'll see your message when I see it. Right. And I'll get back with you. You know what I'm saying? And I set that shit up, man. And... It's helpful because you know a lot of people text and drive, man, and that's that's dangerous. Right. That freaks me out, man. Like that's where my anxiety, like yo, if you, you see somebody stuck in, you know, slowing up traffic, driving real slow, kind of swerving, and then you go to pass and you see they on their phone. I'm like, yo, are you serious? Are you jeopardizing not only yourself but right. everybody on the road? And that man. message you did with ain't, ain't even as important as driving. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like when I'm go- when I'm in my car, I'm going from point A to point B. Yeah. I'm not, you know, doing riding around two seventy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Drinking a forty, smoking a blunt like I did when I was a teenager. Right? Did I say that? Chilling in Franklin Park. Chilling in Franklin Park. Or East Haven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, you know, like right, right. On the bench. Oh shit! Did I say that? <laughs> when I was a you know, we were younger, man, but, you know, we've grown adults, and I'm like, yo, like, man, and it's addictive, and I understand why, because I've done a lot of research and done some shows on the subject of uh, technology and, and how these smartphones and how these applications are, are produced, 
So I understand why people are the way that they are in, 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 the, in the relationship with the phone, the technology, because it's designed to, to keep you addictive. It's designed to keep you wanting more. Um, so Kanye actually talked about that. Um, I mean, and they tried to like kind of call him crazy for it, but he was saying like um, the swipe uh, motion, how um, you see a lot of apps that use that same swipe motion and psychologically it attaches you to these apps because you're doing the same motion over and over. Um, he went a little bit more into depth, but he was just saying that um, these initial apps that grew into like um, what is Instagram and all that stuff, um, they all started and the, um, the way that they're presented was based on the research that they did with these previous apps like Facebook and that literal motion of scrolling. Um, and so he was saying, you know, how addictive that that can be, just doing the same motion over and over and how, like, people literally wake up on their phones. You know, that's the first thing that they do. They don't brush their teeth. They don't do anything. They wake up, open their eyes, and check their phone and get on social media. Um, and so he was saying, like, how, how crazy that actually is when you think about it. And that's why he opted not to have a cell phone for so long. And that, and I think he has a cell phone now, but it's like a super basic, you know. He's like, oh, he didn't want to get super involved in technology like that because it's addictive. That's why he doesn't want his daughter on, on social media. Yeah, I'm a different breed. I, you know, my ringer's not even on my phone. I, I don't have a ringer. I don't have vibrate. I don't have anything. It's just oh, like I'm if I'm about to play a game, then I'll be like, oh, somebody <laughs> called me. You know, that's the honest truth. So you, need, you, you need a uh, Game Boy. That's, <laughs> right, that's right, right, right. You don't need no phone. Call you on the landline, the kitchen <laughs> phone, <laughs> with the 10-foot cord. Right. I landline kitchen in my pocket just in case. <laughs> really? Page me. Beat me. Oh, man, I miss those days. It's 911 if it's important. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. So you were, say you were a date. The first date. <laughs> Oh, and, that, and, that, and that person keeps checking the phone, texting. Is, is that a red flag for you? Is, is, is it over? Well, first of all, let me say this. I'm a happily married man, so I ain't going on no extracurricular dates. But if my significant other happens to be on the phone, I, I'd smack it on the No, I'm just playing. <laughs> right. But if I was on a date, if I was single, you know, I, it would be dead. I would, you know, try to, I would bring... I would acknowledge the fact, like, yo, you on your phone. You, you good? You want me to text you my questions <laughs> for you? Like, I would say that shit. Like, yeah. Right. I would no, say I feel that. Like that would make you Do you like... want me to text you, you know, th th to get to know you? Like, I'm cool with that, but just let me know. Like, yeah. you know, I'm still going to order the filet mignon, but <laughs> <laughs> just let me know how we going to communicate right now. If you're going to be on your phone while we talking, but I'll put my phone away. Like, can Right. Yeah, it's that's all. Time. I would just ask that, and there's no whatever, no cap, whatever you want to call it. Like I would be genuine, straight up. Like, uh, what are you gonna do? What are we doing? Do you text on dates, or do you like Ashley? She's texting now. I'm exactly. not texting. I'm still looking at photos, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. So if you're out on the date, do you ever get on your phone? Um, no, I actually uh, put my phone face down on the table um, when I go on dates. Or what if you don't like the dude? We're not interested in. Uh, we're not going on a date, so. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like you could be like, this is the first date, mm -hmm. and you kind of letting one wanting to know that you really ain't digging it. Would you get on your phone then? Um, no, I no. Nice. I think I think that I mean I'm able to have fruitful conversations with a lot of different people. So you know, even if I'm not interested in him romantically, he still has something to offer in terms of conversation. So I don't you know necessarily block that out. 
Um, it'll probably be the first and last date. Um, but I don't get on my phone to show this interest. That's kind of like, that's that's childish to me. I think that that's kind of more on the childish side. So I don't really go that route. Because um, I've been on dates before and midway through, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, you're going to be my friend. This is going to be a friend zone, you know. Um, but, I, you know, I, I stay off my phone. I don't, you know, um, check my message. I also have an Apple Watch. So, like, if it's like my mom, let's say, comes across my screen, I might, like, do a quick glance at my phone, read it. But I'm not going to respond right then and there. Um, there. I think technology has made it easier to respond with without interrupting certain things or you know when you're in motion with certain things so like my apple watch you can literally like type on here you can write it out so i can send back a text in 10 seconds and you won't even know you think i'm checking my time i just got hit to the quick response Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just found that on my phone what do you do i I play games he does that he plays games that's it okay and only knows that he has notifications because he's playing games right but no i am on dates yeah no i put my phone face down um i think that that's it's rude to be on your phone like even with my friends my female friends they they drive me crazy sometimes um, because they're on their phones and our conversation sometimes centers what's on their phone mm-hmm. and I'm I like to be honest with you girl I didn't come here to talk about what's on the internet and what dudes trying to talk to you in your DMs can we talk about some money or something can we talk about you know where we want to go next like there's a lot of other conversations we could be having other than what you're finding on Instagram who's trying to talk to you on all these different apps and Absolutely. you know men I'm just like there's a lot more things that that are fruitful that we could be talking about. So even sometimes with my female friends, I'm like, I even posed one time like, okay, we're going to all throw our phones in the middle. Whoever picks us up first pays for dinner. And they were like, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, but, but that just goes to show you all really can't be off of your phones. And for me, I, I will just stop going to dinner with you because I'm not happy. This is not fun for me to sit on the phone. In a, I couldn't win by myself. So, um, I think that, you know, for me, I always try to, whoever, if I'm especially in a more intimate setting where, um, you know, it is meant for conversation, I always try to be cognizant of that and stay off my phone, for sure. What about you? Do you, not so, because you're also married, do you have a rule against no phones, or do you... We don't have a rule, but we're not on the phone. Mm-hmm. We're on the day. We, we need to talk. We enjoy each other. We, 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 we do have kids, right. so we check our phones, but... That's good. I mean, I think it, it allows for you to have conversations like about different things. You know what I'm saying? That maybe wouldn't come up if you're on your phone. You know what I mean? Because like you said, you're not as engaged or you're you know not in tune with that person. But I think it when you are off your phone and you realize that that you know conversation is a lost art form that that I think not a lot of people engage in. And even we were talking earlier, like. People don't want to date in person. They would literally rather text, and, and you will literally see a rise and fall of a relationship all the way through text. Never having had a phone conversation, right. maybe a FaceTime, but like the whole rise and fall of their relationship was in text. And I'm just like, yeah. that amazes. You know, I'm amazed by that because I'm I'm more like old school. Like I, I believe need to have in a in conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you because because when you talk to people. And, and you know they don't have the chance to think of a response. They're they're responding, you know, on the fly. You learn a lot more about that person. You like this. He can't hold a conversation, or you know what I'm saying. And, uh, and people's, uh, um, you know, uh, grammarly etiquette is different. Mm-hmm. They can't articulate what they're trying to express right. mm-hmm. through text, so they only know it one way, mm-hmm. and that way is may not be the way that you 
are more susceptible to receiving it. Yeah. You, 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 you're taking this, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Emojis or no emojis, like, all caps, like, it's how this person responded to me, like, yo, let's have a conversation, call me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about this. Well, I got yeah. one better than that. Um, I text really, really slow. <laughs> so, they're on their third five, part of the argument while I'm one, still two, trying three, to... Four, five. Right, right. So we having two different conversations. <laughs> right. One, two. He was S that, oh, that one finger person one, on the two, keyboard. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Period. Oh, you got that flip phone too. You got right. press. You got press one, three times. <laughs> you got press one, three times. You got to press one, You got to press one, three times. You got to press one, three times. You got to press one, three times. You got to press one, three I'm like, <laughs> we can't FaceTime. Oh, so no, okay, so FaceTime uh, because Apple needed to upgrade y'all because clearly y'all couldn't get on board. But um, they, uh, they allow you to send a link to like Android users so they can actually utilize FaceTime. But um, it's not over. I do just be like, do you got like boost or something? Because like, that'd be interesting. That'd be Android people. I don't know. They'd be having the weird plans because you can't get yeah. the plans on iPhone. So I don't right, know. Right. All but, of y'all have iPhones? You got I, an iPhone? D, all of the above. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I'm out the both. game completely. No, no. But I mean, people with Androids, they're cool. It just is like, you don't have those features. Like like you said, like left on red or, you know, seeing yeah. when they read it or like when, it, when your message gets delivered. It'll say delivered, but like, on iPhone, you can see certain things like when they're responding, yeah. um, which honestly, I don't know if that always works as a good thing because it can make you a little antsy when you see mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. So I know I always click out of my messages when I'm done sending them, especially if I send something like and I'm in an argument and I'm like, they might come back with a good point. I'm finna click out this, this argument because you, you said might, what you said. Let yeah, me, I said what I said. Out. You know what I'm saying? Let me rest on I, that because you know that, that if the bubbles disappear, you be like, hold on now. Well, let me talk about my other pain with texting. What? I drink a lot. Mm -hmm. I send texts to the wrong people a lot. Oh, that's horrible, man. A lot. That's, that's horrible. No, oh, my God. I just told you how many times do you text? <laughs> And did not hit send. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> nah, he is terrible. That, that is, he did say that. He was in my draft. So you were going to read, but oh, I ain't even hit send. <laughs> message is sitting there. Whole <laughs> message typed out the 30 oh, minutes it took you to type the For you to respond. <laughs> right. That's why you're saying Right, right. And plus, <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> you know? Android a, users are well. I drive a divorce mobile of Malibu. <laughs> For real, out of warranty and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. See, yeah. listen, yeah, no, no Android users are. They're, they're not. They're not bad. Out. They ain't bad. It's just y'all don't have some of the features. And y'all think, first of all, I think y'all phones better than us. But when y'all send us pictures, we be like, right. what, what is this? Is this pixel? Is this, <laughs> is this from a flip phone? Please tell me. Did you take this on a flip phone send, from 2010? Tell me. I used me. to send Brandon pictures of my cigars and when I was drinking, he wouldn't even post it. Like, <laughs> oh, it, shit, it looked like I took it in the rain and shit. Are <laughs> <laughs> you crying when you right, right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was trying to wipe off my lens and everything. Would you? Oh, Let me ask you this: Were you receptive to the feedback that he gave you when he, when you sent the picture? Oh, or were you defensive? No, I didn't. I, he showed me, and I was like, 
Well, hell, you can still see the cigar. <laughs> you know that they can't just, just type it. Yeah, just type what I'm smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm like, you People know, ain't never going to see that label. I'm like, I don't know what that label look like. What I just is it know. a hashtag? Yeah, yeah there you, you go. You can still see the sky is blue. That's all we can that's, say. That's all right. I'm that's literally it. I, I do not care, and I'm going to stick with my little. Because when I went and bought mine, um, they was on the the second or the third generation of the phone I got. So, I mean, I really don't care about a phone. I really don't. I, I don't I don't care about, you know, like, I mean, I don't talk a lot anyway on the phone, but yeah, it's, you know, I do what I do, and, I, and I'm good in my place. You know what I mean? So I, I just, people get offended by it, but, you know, hell, like I said, my phone been gone for two hours. So. <laughs> You know, like when I and, and he's it. not panicking. I, my phone got lost in the ocean in, in Turks, and I was a, a wreck. But that's because I was in another country too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a life flex. Yeah, life flex. No flex, no flex. Yeah, I was on vacation on the moon. My phone really is made the way swimming in that ocean on Earth. Had to take first class home. That's where I was at. Right. I'm freaking wet. Had to take first class home. Dang. <laughs> but no, I think as I get older, though, I, I think I'm less attached to my phone, and and the more that I crave more of that, like um, in person interaction and like said conversation via phone calls, um, I, it it really is a turn off when you like because after so long, it's like okay, if we're not asking to be in person, what are we having this conversation for? Like, if we're not you know planning to meet up, if we're not planning to talk at some point. Why are we having this conversation? I'm bored now. And and as soon as I, my mind, like, as soon as I click out of that, this is uninteresting, it really is uninteresting. I don't know how to really give attention to things that don't interest me. So, yeah, that gets cut really short very fast. But I, in a lot of, like, my generation, they, they are not, like, meet up. Like I said, it, it might take you months to meet up with someone who you're texting. And I'm just like, that's too long. Yeah, it's like, a lot of that shit is, like, real fake, too. Like, they yeah. be like, Chilling in the, uh, you know, in the Bahamas, and they, they crop in a, a damn palm tree, and they at Lake Erie and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's crazy. they just, I don't understand this whole like you were just doing the thing. I don't understand the whole likes. Like, I think that's the bigger issue about yeah. you know on the text. Like people, like when they get on Instagram, they want to see how many likes they get. They want to, they want to make sure that everybody goes through and and watching their stuff. And I, I don't understand it because like that to me is an ego thing. Well, they took yeah. that away. So if you if you notice on Instagram when you go, it says like just uh, you it, it'll show you who liked it that you also follow, but it'll say that that uh, said person and then others. It doesn't give you a number anymore. And they took that away because when they did the research, which they have been done like prior like probably ten years prior to now, um, and and everyone that actually Facebook was under fire this year because of that because um, they had had this research, been had this research. Um, long story short, they found that that was di directly um, related to a lot of like um, female body image issues um, and that it was um, related to like a lot of like just psychological problems with you know how you see yourself self-confidence um, all that stuff so that's why they ended up doing away with that because the research showed that it had this such a huge negative effect um, and then they also I don't know if y'all noticed they had implemented um, under celebrities especially um, but they will tell you if they've edited their pictures because there's this false sense of you know body that, image that that filter just confuses the hell they look like cartoon people <laughs> 
I don't, you know, like, I, cause I did meet a girl, you know, she had a filter, you know, I'm like, damn, she had like damn near a birthmark on her face, <laughs> but she didn't have it on the picture, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, this don't make sense to me. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, and you know, I don't understand, like, people are like, they meet people online, they do, like you said, they go through a whole relationship through texting and Literally. I don't, I don't Strictly get texting, that. like, never talk, I, I mean, it, and, and it's funny because Twitter is a place where there's this thing called spaces where they, it's pretty much an open forum where um, people can talk and so it's kind of like Clubhouse, I don't know if you know what that is, but um, open forum where people are able to discuss different things and it comes to these um, spaces and like these people are in there arguing and like, I'll, I'll come in. like a chat room? It's almost yeah, it's almost like a chat room, um, but it's just voices and I like still they got that on my space. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you said that out loud. <laughs> Hold oh, on, man. but I ain't gonna lie, my space came back and I have a profile, y'all. Yeah, it, come it, back? yes, and you can you can still do all the editing. You still got the my faves. Yes, you Is can still do, you can still do everything. Yes. Yeah, you can um still do, like mess with the um coding on it and everything. I mean, and everybody design. A, a, a coder back in the day. Yes, it did. Yeah. That's that's why I got back on it so I can go, get back to coding. But um. No, um, that whole uh, <laughs> that whole chat thing. I've been in spaces where they get on and these people are arguing. They've never even met each other in person. Right. Um, I literally got into a space and I just jumped into it because it said order in the court, right? And so I was like, what, what, what is this about? This was um, last week when we were sitting. Well, no, 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 that was something different. That, okay, was, that, was, okay. that was No, that was actually something productive. Um, this, I got into a space that was called order in the courtroom. And um, in here they were discussing these two groups of people had never met each other. Dude sent her money. Um, she kind of friend zoned him and then he um, asked for this money back blah 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 they've never met each other ever they met each other online they um, you know are mutuals through this platform um, and they exchange numbers at some point but that's it and there's this whole you know conversation where you know hundreds of people are in this room and y'all have never even met each other and we, there's this whole argument going on about who owes who money and you know blah 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 and I was just mind blown y'all have never met each other I don't even understand how we got here. You know what I'm saying? And the other people ain't got nothing to do with it. And 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 it have nothing to do with it. So it was like you know. This is the future. This this is this is the future. This is the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. And a lot of people, more people are open. It's it's funny to me um, through these spaces and stuff. A lot more people are open to discussing their you know personal business and it kind of like is mind blowing to me. Cause I'm not. I'm not super. Um, I'm not really out there in terms of like I like very private. I mean I share things. Um, but that's only what I want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a weird thing for me to see people share so much, you know, and overshare. Um, and, it, and it makes me feel, that, oh, yeah, the oversharing. Crazy. Yeah. Like, when, I don't want to. they at the, at the grave site doing the peace sign, like, RIP, my boy. And I don't understand all that. I don't like. There's a lot of things in terms of sharing that I I don't really get. I, you know, I don't get that. So the oversharing to me is just it. it I, I'm always surprised at what people are willing to share in the lanes yeah. that they're, they're willing to go to to receive the attention or the likes. Like, I don't care. Listen, I don't care Every what I day. go through. I will never wake up and record myself crying online. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Like over stuff experience. Eating Vaseline like yeah. Steph, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Stephon Marbury when he was eating the Vaseline. <laughs> crying. Eating, what? Yeah. Long story. <laughs> Question. Yeah. How many social medias are you on? Is that what? Is that how you call it? Oh, like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Social, 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 social. I understand. How many are you on? <laughs> Man, you ain't that damn old. Dude, you know I have not logged in Facebook. Social, social 
Social media is working. I have not logged into Facebook in like over five years. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, on all the, like the core majors or whatever. What is that? How many you have? I I, I don't know the answer, but oh, we wow. can count. You so you just basically every new account. I have Facebook. Out. I have more than one account: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. But those are also when you're involved in media um, in any capacity, be it radio or anything, you kind of have to keep up with the times when it comes to social media because a lot of your audience continues to move with those socials. So like TikTok that's is a one great of the business move too, right? Right. Well, that's what I said. If you're involved in media, period, that's that's something that you almost have to be involved in. And then a lot of them, what they do is they separate their personal and their business accounts okay. um, so that they you know can keep that a little bit separate. But for people in the media um, or in the entertainment industry in general, um, and even anyone who's an entrepreneur, a lot of it is reliant of online sales now. So, you know, them being involved in those different socials is more for that purpose. Um, and then you have the ones that you kind of use more often for your literal, per- you know, personal purposes. Because I have, I have a business Instagram. I have a regular Instagram. I have a business Twitter and I have a regular Twitter. I have a personal Facebook that I use, but my personal Facebook is locked. Um, you can't like search me or anything. So... I've adjusted my settings to, you know, kind of what I want to put out there. If you met a dude, do you go to his social media and, and like, backtrack yes. his whole time? Not his whole timeline, but you got to, you got to, <laughs> I'm getting good at You, you got to kind of do your research on people now because um, the, a lot of the name of the game is you're meeting a lot of people online. Unfortunately, I hate that dating has resorted to online because I don't really enjoy that, but um, it's the reality. You know, a lot more people are online. You have a lot more people at your fingertips. So inevitably, you're going to go there and look because that's the only frame of reference you have for that person. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to kind of go, you know, just to be on your P's and Q's, I'm going to go look because if he looks like a creep, I'm not going on that first date. You know what I mean? If you got a cat, I'm not going on that first date. I'm not eating at your house. So like a lot of people are meeting each other through online? What? That's the, I don't care what anybody says, social media and it doesn't matter which one. Instagram is by far the biggest dating website that there is. Instagram is? Instagram. Instagram and Twitter. To me, those are the two biggest Didn't dating websites. But I mean, even if you look at what the women are posting, that you know, women I mean women and men, I mean it it is a lot of people post to entice people to come to their page. And if not for that reason or business, what is your other reason? You know what I mean? When you look at the content that a lot of people are placing, it is to, to draw in, you know, the opposite sex or, you know, to draw in those people that you're looking to reach. So I think that it absolutely is. I mean, if you ask anybody right now who who is dating nine times out of ten, they've met this person online and then they took it a step further and met wow. with them. But most people, yeah, most people are not just meeting by chance on a train or in a in a coffee shop anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, and if they do, you know what they do? It's the weirdest thing. They they will not say a word to you, and then will text you. I think I saw you in the coffee shop. <laughs> like say hi. Like that's so wow. weird to me. I literally have gone out to the club, and they'll be like, I think I saw you in the club in my DMs. I don't respond because why didn't you speak? That's weird. You you so you literally watched me in the club. The whole night, yeah, and speak speak. you know what I mean. Right. That's so strange that to me. So, creepy, yeah, yeah. Right. and they do that all the time. I've had people call me by my Instagram name, like, "Hey, Ash, can I do some?" I'm just like, Ash, you. you know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that. Like, it, it it's or big body bands. 
<laughs> Listen, that ha that name has popped up a couple times since then. But, <laughs> but no, I mean that. Yeah, it, social media is a huge dating site, and and it's kind of scary. I mean, me and V were watching that that you know um, this guy was talking about like pretty much how he would have had a field day. Um, you know, had he been on social media, he oh, was. Yeah, he was he was a pedophile and. Um, yeah, there was a running joke that like they said that um, uh, Ted Bundy would have been hitting a triple double every day if mm -hmm. if he was here when social media was live because there are a lot of people who are willing to take these leaps of faith based on literal pictures. Those are moments in time. You don't know this person, you know, and so a lot of people are willing to take that leap because that's what it's it's that's what it's come to. You're not like I said, you're not meeting a lot of people by chance anymore. So it's getting crazy, y'all. So where do I go to meet people now? I mean, they got they got dating sites like you can go on BOK and like other stuff. Go to church. Got to. <laughs> you said the church girls were the worst girls. Then you oh, said that. Oh yeah, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> go to the mosque. Yeah, you're right. Oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's too thorough for me. <laughs> Too much discipline. Yeah, too much. So I have a question. Have y'all ever had um, like a serious falling out with someone behind um, text messaging? Um, I mean, it could have been resolved later in time, but have y'all ever had like a serious falling out behind that? Oh, yeah. I think everyone has. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mine yeah. Was recent. Mine was recent. Re recent? Yeah, because yeah, I didn't yeah. respond in a timely manner. She said I read it. And she said. <laughs> I just. You know, one of them, was, I did respond to one, but didn't send it. So did y'all, did y'all situations all get resolved after well, you spoke with them? Off, like, like Sean said earlier, she hit me up with some things and, and I had to think about it. it just, there was no quick response to it. Mm -hmm. So I thought about it and then I started drinking and I forgot about it. <laughs> so, That's right. you know, right. You know, so then it turned into this whole big issue, you know, about not, not responding in a timely manner, but. It, it wasn't an easy question, you know, and it, and and to me, it should have been a phone call. Yeah, you know, because you, you could, and this is just a, a suggestion. I'm not saying you should have, could have, would have. Let me take that back. But listening to that, it would be, the, it would have probably helped her ease ease her anxiety if you say, "Yo, let me let me think about it." This is a loaded question. Let me give me some time to think about it. And I'm gonna get back with you on this. You know, something. You ain't gotta say it like that, but I'm just, just saying. Just acknowledge that. Just acknowledge. acknowledge right, right, people right. need acknowledgement. That's it. Yes. You yes. Know, the people need to be acknowledged and validated that, that they was heard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I heard you. Give me a minute to respond. Yeah. Let me let me, let me think about this. People need to be heard and seen. You know. And a lot of times we don't do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't do that, and that's where a lot of miscommunication happens on, on the text front. You know what I'm saying? People don't be validated. Then you have people that just just hit a flurry of in a text message. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the job is thinking, yeah, yeah, We in chapter eight. Like, so I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to jump in and do double dutch and shit on the first two three things you said. But the, the problem with that is like you can oh you want to talk about back. this now? You can never take what you say back because she can be like, look what he said. You know what I mean? I've right. seen I've seen people just like you know show me a whole text. Communicating, I'm oh, like, oh, screenshots are forever. Yes, oh my gosh. And that's the other thing about texting is like screenshots are forever. Everyone keeps those now. And they, and they 
people can't wait to pull receipts and prove something these days. Can't wait to expose somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's another scary thing because there's a lot of people who have gotten culture right now. Yeah, exposing culture, and so it's like you got to be careful of what you say too in messages now because people want y'all to hear. But they don't believe theirs. And now, and now, people will take messages and delete certain parts of the message and make the whole conversation completely change but if you don't have the you other side it, well you, you can delete certain messages but like if, if you were saying what's up right and in the middle of that there was a whole nother sex, um, you know, level of text and I delete them well that changes the whole conversation when I go to screenshot it to, to tell everybody else so if you don't have that other set of messages then you don't have any proof that what I'm saying is wrong and people will absolutely believe a screenshot like and then, and then you can make fake screenshots like they they've done that a thousand times they make fake DMs that you can make fake screenshots of text messages so it's it's really it's, it's kind of a, 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 a message from something different and and yours, yeah. Paste, copy, copy and paste. They made editing on your phone. Right it, it is. is. It is. People got time. Right. People got right. time. <laughs> they and and they've made editing on your phone very easy and very on you know on hand. So it's not like it's very hard to do. Is that and that is right there. It. Who is that? Who's on? Just me. Who's who's bottle is that? Yeah, but who's bottle? That's mine. Can I have an entry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to put pennies in. But yeah, so you have, you know, it, it's, it's just a lot with social media. And, and like you said, this, that's a culture now. So everyone's looking to expose somebody and go viral. That's the other thing. It's going viral. And even if that means that that's at someone's expense or having to lie to get there, um, the people will still do it, you know? And so if you don't protect yourself by keeping those messages, people will try to set you up and make you look like, you know, make you look any kind of way. So it's 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 a lot that people don't think about when you know when it comes to the you know social medias and text messaging and what we're engaging in, um, but a lot of it can be heavily manipulated as well. So that's why it's like being in person. I like that way better than text messages and people will try to coerce you to say certain things just so they can screenshot it. So it's like you gotta you know gotta be careful with it. So the bottom line is texting is absolutely horrible. Y'all just scared me to death with it. No, <laughs> you safe because you got an Android. Right, right. <laughs> and all my right. pictures is fuzzy. So right. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, it's bigger than that. But text messages is convenient too. I mean, because it does allow you to get a lot of information across very quickly. Um, you know, it allows you to create a group text so you don't got a three-way call everybody. You know, um, so there are its upsides to it as well. Um, it, I mean, you can, you know, upload documents, you know, stuff like that. So, so there's a lot of things that can be useful for it as well. But you do have to be careful with it and, and know who you're communicating with, really, because people will try to manipulate hella situations to just to be able just just because, really. You said three-way calling, and it just made me think of something. What? When I was back in high school, right. and you would call somebody, yeah. and they tell them to be quiet, <laughs> and then call somebody else, the and expose them. Yeah. The ultimate set. I just thought about that, man. That was funny. Yeah, that was back in the day. Hey, don't say nothing. Don't say that. I'm about to right. cook over right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's how you that's how you really used to set somebody up and see if they if they message you or not. You call them on three way and you be like, I'm about to say something, I'm about to tell I'm about to tell them something, see what they say. That's how you found out who was together. That's how you get all that. I'm obviously all looking forward to it, right? So right now. 
I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I missed a great call. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. Remember when you had to like call multiple people to call multiple people, and it'd be like five y'all on the phone. And then you wouldn't call the person if they didn't have a three-way call. <laughs> Period. Yeah, they can't. You're, you're, like, yeah, you're the yeah, last. You're the last on the on the tree. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I miss that. I, I just miss all of that. More of the, the personal interaction. Even though I'm young, I miss that heavily. And the older that I get, the more that I miss it because you realize how how much more difficult communication is becoming because of it. So. See, my biggest thing is I, I'm a uh, visual person, so like when I talk to somebody, I like to see their facial expression because you get the real. You know, you never get the real. And a lot of people say stuff on text that they would never say to you in your face. You know, so that's why it bothers me. You know, it, it's just, I, I just, I get what y'all saying, future, whatever. I think they're gonna be those people who don't, who opt not to really live in that, and and you know don't really care for it, for it. Um, but I think for me, like it's great because I get to keep myself like and get, like I have a lot of you know in person conversations here, so I get that like me build you know here um, because I'm talking to people all day and I'm interacting all day. But there's people who work from home, like and I think about like now, like so I worked from home before the pandemic and all that stuff, and I think about that like now, like. I would be climbing the walls, like, you know what I mean? Calling at these walls, because I'm not interacting with anyone, you know what I mean? And and even now, you know, more so now, where everyone is a lot more recluse and, you know, I would go crazy. I would go straight crazy, you know, in that mud. So I'm glad that I'm able to get, like, my daily feel on seeing people in person, like you said, seeing their face. We can laugh together in person. Um, you know, I, I I will choose that if I had to choose, you know, moving forward with technology and going strictly that versus I would definitely stay where I'm, you know, where I'm at and having interactions and seeing people and literally talking to people in their face. So, and I think it keeps your conversation skills sharp. You know, that's a muscle too. That's a muscle. And a lot of these Younger kids don't know how to have like um, elevator conversation, and so you know I, I was taught like you know when you're going in, uh, into a job, you talk to everybody in the office. You know what I'm saying? You might meet somebody on the elevator that can change your life, and you know you don't have any idea because you you won't even say nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all literally how awkward is that to sit in an elevator with somebody just. You know, so I've always been taught, you know, you speak to everybody, um, you know, ask them how they're doing, how the day's going. It doesn't have to be anything serious, but, you know, just to engage somebody on any level can, you never know what conversation will develop from that. And they and that they've lost that art, so they don't even do that anymore. They don't speak to adults when they come into a room. Networking is key. Networking is always key. Exactly, exactly. In any industry that you go out, it's always about, you know, Establishing relationships with people. Well, I, I know yeah, yeah, and it's like, how are you gonna do that when you don't talk? Right. You know, and and, and this is what they do. They go in the other and they hey, like this. Readjusted everything. And they'll be talking about you standing right next to you and not speak to you. Like you know, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing. So I've I've always believed in you know still keeping that keeping small talk. That's an art form as well. Keeping that that skill sharp because um, you never know how big that conversation can get. So. I'm so glad you got the things on here. I'm about to say, it's like a good meal because you ain't saying too much of nothing. <laughs> too much of nothing. <laughs> I listen, I literally was like, I know for a fact these women be like those. And I know that that's a popular one that is not found commonly um, so much. So I was literally definitely going to grab one of those. So, thank you, Sean. How long have you been smoking cigars? 
know. I don't know when my, when my first cigar I smoked. I was probably first time I ever hit a cigar. I remember in the woods. And, 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 I'm, I'm being honest with you, New Jersey, man. And, uh, one of my friends, because where I live, when we moved out the uh, the, 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 get, the ghetto where, where, I, where I was living, we moved into the suburbs, and then the suburbs had woods. And we would go, me and the kids in the neighborhood, we'd go ride our bikes and stuff, had trails and everything. And we would go in the woods, and I, one, one of my friends brought a bunch of tobacco, cigarettes, cigars, you know, tobacco and shit. And uh, that's probably like my first time you know, hitting a cigar when I was a kid. Yeah, one of my dad's best friends was a cigar smoker. It always intrigued me. Him, his name was Mr. Howie, and uh, and uh, Jackie Gleason. Uh, the kid was watching the black, old black and white TV shows. Watching Jackie Gleason with a cigar, you know, and it's just like, that just always intrigued me. Him, that, and Mr. Mr. Howie, my, my, my father's best friend. As a kid, he was tall, wore a fedora, smoked a cigar. How you doing, Sean? <laughs> Smacked me, just hands as big as God, you know. Just, you know. How you doing, Mr. Howie? You know, yeah, he's smoking a cigar. It's just always intriguing. But. So that was the first time as a kid, but um, I've smoked that throughout my late 20s early 30s is when i really started to kind of dabble in it a little bit didn't take it serious um probably took it serious around maybe 2013. i started to dive into it 2014. you got a favorite stick yeah the padrone and the and the rocky patel are probably two brands padrone and then rocky patel you know rocky patel got everything for under the sun you know right, so right, different right. variations um, but those two brands, and then like I like part of this. I like um, Davidoff. I like you know. Uh, so you definitely like more of the fuller steak. I'm, I'm medium to full. Medium to full. I figured out my palate probably around 2016 is when I figured out my palate. So it took right. you about kind of like three years to get there to figure out what you. That your yeah. go-to because at first when I really when I started to dive into it I would smoke the infused the acids right up, up, up setters and shit like that you know and then my homie kept like here try this one you know try he would just throw me cigars try this one try that I'm like ah yeah and then it was a one it was like oh it was an old world old world reserve okay that one was like, I was like oh what, what, what's this right so I took a picture of it and it blew it up and seen what the name was and it was a Rocky Patel so I started to dive in. I bought it again. Smoked it. I'm like, okay, I like that. And I bought it again, you know. And I'm like, okay, this is good. And then I said, let me see. When I'm Googling, I'm seeing other variations of Rocky Patel. And that's when I started to expand and try other things from Rocky Patel by reading the descriptions and stuff. I started to really dive into, you know, the subculture. And I, I'm going to say all the way in. like, But I, do, I dove into it pretty heavy, man, reading up on Tobacco and where the tobacco was grown and why I was liking this, you know. Right, right, right. And uh, it kind of gravitated to that, man. But like the ones that, like the number 90 Rocky Patel, uh, not, um, Padron number 90 anniversary, uh, bought it here from Pipes and Pleasures. And one of the gentlemen that, that worked here at the time, he was explaining it to me. He told, he told me about it. 
He's like, when you get this one, make sure you're by yourself. <laughs> make sure you're by yourself and uh, let it be a celebratory cigar. Right. You know, yeah. So you can enjoy it. This is a really good stick. He explained it to me. It was like 20 plus dollars, you know. Right. I'm like, okay. So I got it and held on to it. And when I had a particular monument in my life, I brought it here. I didn't smoke it by myself. I was actually smoking it here. But it was in the middle of me smoking it here. And it was a very, very just festive night. You know, it was packed. <laughs> but midway through it, I'm like, I'm smoking my cigar, having conversations, and hollering at everybody. I'm like, damn, this, this, like in the middle of all of that shit, it stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, yo, this is, this tastes good, where it's at. Mm -hmm. What is this again? Oh, yeah, this is the one that I saved, and I never forget that. And that's the one that kind of turned me, I'm like, I love this, this brand. Then I smoked another one, the 1964 anniversary when I was in D.C., I went to the cigar lounge and I bought that one. And uh, Jesus, it was just phenomenal. It's funny when you talk about palates. It's like, at what point are you smoking? And then you're like, I don't like flavor sticks in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when's that point hit? You know, because I know. When you hear some good tobacco. We used to smoke all the, all, all the flavor sticks. Right. And then it was just one day, we're like, we don't like these. You know well, it wasn't that I didn't like it. It wasn't that I didn't like the flavor ones because I like the tobacco. Um, tobacco. Uh, yeah, from Drew Estates. Uh, that's phenomenal with, with the cappuccino in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's the perfect sweetness, the, the vanilla, the caramel, whatever it is. Right. It's in that pairing pair with your favorite, you know, coffee drink from Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> you know, he's got his, uh, his Starbucks blood. tumbler here. Right. But you know, you, you you know, you drink that, and that that was that was that was good. But um, you know, it just opened up my palate, man. It opened up my palate. I think there's a point where you kind of realize um, what you're tasting. Um, and I actually had this conversation with one of our customers. He was like, you know, I'm smoking, but like, I don't know if what I'm tasting is what I'm tasting or what I'm supposed to look for. Um, and so when I explained it to him. Um, you know what it means to actually taste your cigar and that what he, he is tasting something um it kind of helped him venture out a little bit more um he was kind of sticking with the flavors um and i was like well no, you know let's go let's let's start to expand your palate a little bit now that you understand a, that you know what you are tasting something because he was just like i you know i taste something but i don't know if that's what i'm supposed to be tasting um and so when i explained that he you know kind of jumped off the cliff a little bit and was like okay well let's you know let's open it up so he's went from straight um flavors to um he's done full body he's done medium he's done um things that are a little bit more full flavor um he's kind of been all over the board trying different stuff um and he has a way better understanding of what his palette is now i think um and he's picked out kind of his favorites he still you know will revert back to some of the flavor stuff but he's kind of you know gotten his palette together a little bit more um but i think there's a, a turning point where you just kind of realize what you're tasting um and you start to be able to decipher those notes a little bit more so that's i mean that happened to me so um the first smoke the first uh, cigar i ever had was the Garfield Brown reserve um which is pretty mild um and i was like okay you know it's not making me sick it's not giving me a headache cool you know, i like thing as a mild burger um, yeah, the, the Grand Reserve. You have, you don't... No, the Grand Reserve. The Grand Reserve is, is the beauty or the one of one of those are really light, but the, um, they're really full. Yeah, most of yeah, the other ones are really full. There was the I think it was the Legend maybe um, that that ended up being 
I think the the mod of those, but mm -hmm. the Gurkha Grand Reserve was uh, infused sticks, so it wasn't very heavy. Um, but when I started working here and trying more of the heavier stuff, is when I was like, okay, I can actually, you know, really decipher, you know, the differences between um, a Connecticut and you know um, something that's more medium versus a Nicaraguan um, to let's say like a Brazilian. Um, you get to kind of know after you taste it you know it's an acquired taste so you, you kind of get to know what you like after after so long yeah, Sean said he has to go. Yeah, because I real quick, because I, I like that San Andreas. I didn't know that I liked that, you know, until mm -hmm. I tried a particular stick and it was saying it was, you know, or sun grown. Sun grown. Oh, yeah, sun, yeah, sun grown. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is like a, pop, this is popping in my mouth. Like, this is, you know, so you, you're right, you know, I, I understand, like, that, learning uh, the different flavors and stuff and spices and. Mm -hmm. I will read it, and I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> then you start start tasting the smoke, and right, mm -hmm. and then it <clears throat> it changes when you you know the cigar is smoking in thirds. Like I had to learn that first third, second third, and the last third. Right, flavors depending on the stick brand it changes up. Yeah, yeah, very true. It gets good, sweeter, yeah. or whatever, more bold. Yeah, some people pride them some some um, you know brands pride themselves on being the same stick all the way through where like you said <laughs> others pride themselves on having a changing flavor throughout and um i smoked one actually earlier last year it was a i want to say cloud nine um it was gifted to me but um it was three different it had uh, three different changes throughout the stick um and it was it was a good smoke it was a good smoke um it was you know definitely more fuller t towards the end um, but I could see throughout it, it definitely has some, you know, complex changes. Um, and it was a really good stick. It was a very, so shout out to Matt for that. He gave me that actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, you start to learn, like you said, that, that there's different sticks that you should smoke, like, you know, with that in mind that, that every third is going to change and ones that you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to get something consistent out of this all the way throughout. So. Well, thank you, Sean. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. It's been fun. Great conversation, man. I appreciate it. Always, always. A lot of fun. Let me know anytime y'all want to do it again. We're here at Pipes and Pleasures. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time. See y'all. That was good. That was good.